Welcome to the Gobbledy Clutch Podcast with me, Tom Magne, and me, Sean Ellis. Sponsored by Alley Cat Wheels and Blendline Apparel. Look at this, that's nice. <laughs> you get frozen then. No, I can see, see your jaw moving. <laughs> oh dear me. Yeah. If you hear any bass coming through the um through the walls and that it's Shan's watching some programs downstairs with with the subwoofers on flat out and it's it, you, you can hear it through the floor sometimes all right <laughs> someone was screaming a minute ago so i think she's watching like some murder program probably a murder program yeah a bit of um but, bit of crime and punishment yeah yeah a bit of how to how to kill a man and and uh, get away with it <laughs> just what you want your wife to watch yeah. yeah yeah so it's good yeah so we'll just see how this one goes it's a bit shit that the circumstances but we'll um see how we get on i suppose circumstances being uh plenty of fuel apparently to go around but no drivers to drive it to safe yeah. destination yeah so but everyone thinks i think if we had a world disaster like i know we've just had kind of one but it shows how quickly people turn to just being selfish. They don't. They always say humanity is help. We all help each other. No, we don't. There's there was a guy. There's a guy in the local petrol station right round here, with with a, he was filling up a fish tank with yeah. diesel. <laughs> he thrown out his guppies and his clownfish and his neon tetras to uh, fill it with diesel to take home. My God, that's how desperate people have got. Yeah, it's flipping ridiculous. Yeah, it's, it's so then, I wanted to drive around in the Impreza this weekend, but I couldn't because I didn't have any fuel. It's yeah, it's bad. It's bad because yeah, I guess you've well, in Dog Athlete, you've only got like two fuel stations really, and then obviously the outlying villages and towns, I guess, have got one or two each. But yeah, once once it's gone, it's gone, isn't it? And it's yeah, yeah not good. I we don't get many. We don't get many deliveries out here anyway, so with yeah. what's happening, it's just even harder. So, yeah. well, there was but, a video of a lady fill, who filled her plastic bag up with with petrol. A genuine video. She was like walking into a car. Uh, really? Yeah. I mean, what what are you then going to do with it when you get home? That just shows the pure stupidity of these people. Like, it's yeah. like it's like they're in pure panic, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not it's not like it's stripping Mad Max, is it? Where we're fighting for fuel. Not yeah. Although there was the garage in Wormbridge, which is near where I work. There's um, the the man was literally manning the forecourt and saying like, yeah, it's twenty five quid tops. You know, twenty five pound. Can't have any more. And he's had people just go over it, go over it, and they said, what are you can do about it? And you know, apparently getting real nasty with him. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, but. Um, but there we go. So uh, that's that's what can happen in a few days in uh, in Blighty. It all turns to uh, turns to shite. But we did have some good racing over uh, over the weekend. I know you were keeping yeah, sure. on, um, BTCC, and we both watched the Formula One, which was Sochi in yeah. Russia. Yeah. So um, yeah, I was uh, luckily I, I was away this weekend. Um, I was in London this weekend doing non-car related stuff, but I did get, I was back on Sunday. So I managed to get a full day's racing in on Sunday. Um, so I was flickering between, I watched a bit of touring cars. Um, Rory Butcher seems to be going well. He drives the uh, Toyota Corolla, the Gazoo UK, is it? Gazoo Racing UK? Yeah. Toyota yeah, Corolla. Yeah. That, that seems to be the car to beat at the moment. Suppose they put a lot of uh, investment into it. I suppose. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it's, I think it's got some factory backing. Plus, um, it always was being developed by Speedworks, uh, who obviously um, were, you know, quite successful with Tom Ingram throughout the last few yeah. years as well. So Speedworks Motorsport have obviously done, yeah, quite a bit with the development of it. I think the the, the events would have had something to do with the development of that car. I'd have thought. I think so. Yeah. 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 Yeah, completely no, no. different car look right, but I'm sure you know all the stuff they've learned off running the events is was taken over to run the works car, isn't it? Yes, it would have been. Yeah, with the nature of this generation touring car, yeah, for sure it would be. Um, yeah, all the development work carried across. So yeah, it's good to see them doing well. Um, 
Yeah, I hadn't noticed before, but that um, Jade Edwards is now racing in BTCC, isn't she? Uh, yeah. Is that is that one of the? Would that be the first lady girl in British touring cars? Um, to be honest, I can't think. Of, I can't yeah, think yeah. of many. No, I maybe can't a few. A few guest appearances, maybe, but not yeah. a full-time, you know, driver. There have been there have been guests, haven't they? Um, but no, as, as far as a full-time, she's you know she's committed for the year. I think. Um, yeah, I think she's. Yeah. I'm pretty sure she's uh, she's the the first first one. So yeah, it's good to see because yeah. she was. I can't remember the the name of the team she's with. She's with one of the teams that's got like four cars split across two um, two teams. Right. Yeah. We'll have to come back to that because I've forgotten completely. Um, but um, I'm not sure. That is a Toyota, isn't it? Um, could be. Yes. I could <laughs> tell you, but if I, if I press the wrong button, you might, I might get cut off. Otherwise, I could tell you otherwise. That's the only problem about. So people won't know, but we're actually we we normally meet up at an event, or we were planning on going to meet up in a. A venue with a guest, won't we? But because of the fuel shortage, we've not been able to do that. So we're we're doing this remotely. So if this, the sound is a bit different to what you're used to, that's the reason. Yeah, we're sat both sat at our screens today for once. So yeah. it feels like lockdown all over again in a, in a way, doesn't it? It does a bit. Yeah, yeah. You used to be able to uh, yeah go out and uh, do what you wanted, and yeah, no, sounds very familiar. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that that's why we're probably a little that our sounds are going to be a little bit different, and we're. Um, yeah, and we weren't. We're not doing what we had planned on doing. So we're just going to get you some more, some more um, car waffle talk. Yeah, there's going to be car waffle talk. There's going to be yeah, bit of bit of sport talk because we're both you know both been watching some of that. Um, Jade Edwards, she was uh, or she is um, BTC Racing. Um, who obviously yeah, Josh Cook. Um, same same yeah. team as, as Josh Cook and Michael Crease. They've sort of got I think. A second team, like a B team, uh, and she she's on that. So, um, and I remember looking at just having obviously had to Google that to uh, to get that bit of information because it got lost in the void. Um, Louise Aiken Walker, she drove touring cars. Uh, I think yeah. only once or twice or something, didn't she? But um, yeah, yeah, I thought there was some get uh, a guest appearance in in a car like that. That's what it probably would have been, wouldn't it? Yeah. Was that maybe in the Vauxhalls in the, when she was racing for Vauxhall? I think so, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, in the 90s, there were quite a few guest guest drives, weren't there, from Formula yeah. 1 superstars and obviously some even some rally personalities. McRae famously had a, a drive had a in the pro drive. Yeah, he had a bit of a to do with Matt Neal on that one, he, didn't he? Yeah, and his father, I believe. But, uh, or, or yeah. Most, yeah. Anyway, but yeah. Uh, yeah, and obviously you've got a lot of yeah, a lot of F one guys had a had a crack at it, didn't they, in the super touring era? So um Yeah. Yeah, well the cars then were proper pieces of I mean, I'm not saying they're not now, but that was proper it was Formula One tech engineering gone into those cars then. So you can see why it kind of crossed over a little bit, especially yeah. with Williams Formula One team running the Lagunas, um, TWR running the uh, Volvos. Yeah, um, and then later Pro Drive got involved with Hondas and and the Fords, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, as well as the, the uh, yeah the BMs as well. So yeah, no, it was proper Formula One engineering and Formula One budgets, I believe, in in those days, and yeah. almost limitless. Um, but I think yeah, things have things have definitely changed a bit now on on all spectrums of motorsport. Um, so. Um, yeah, Formula One. I've, uh, I've, I've, yeah, want to get into it. What did you think? Did you obviously heartbreak for Lando at the end? It was such a, uh, such a good. I was, I was gutted because I was like, you know, when you get into it, you know, sometimes you flicker in, like the touring cars. I was flickering in and out, but with the Formula One, I actually, you know, gave it a proper, you know, I, I was watching it, and right at the end, I was proper glued to it, and I just, I wanted him to win so much because it's just. <laughs> It's just, it's the same it's, it's the same old story, isn't it? You know, um, I just you just you know I don't hate Hamilton, but I just I don't I don't want to see him winning all the time. Yeah. I want someone else to do something. Yeah, you know, yeah. have some, and especially Lando because he's he's quite a good character as well, isn't he? I think he's he's fun, um, and he's all, obviously a good driver as well. 
Very much so. Very much. So. I mean, it's been great to see him come up through the ranks. Uh, I actually I sort of almost feel slightly old saying this, but I remember him when he was, he, I don't know how old he would have been, but he was in Ginetta's in 2014, I think it was, um, yeah. when we were doing touring cars with um, with our team. And yeah, he was he was good then. He won the 2014 championship. Um, yeah, uh, you know, it's good to see him just coming up through the ranks and doing what he's done. But yeah, heart in the mouth job um, on Sunday. For people who haven't seen the race, yeah. um, towards it was how many laps with it? I think there's five laps left. Was it? Was yeah. Like that? yeah. And then there was talk about the rain coming in. Everyone was talking about it. They could see it was coming in, couldn't they? Because they all, they all, they've all got a weather um, data, haven't they? So they can see what's happening. They've got a meteorologist basically working for them, haven't they? Um, so they could see the rain coming in. They were all on dry tyres up until then and then it was a gamble whether you pit and change onto wets or you hang out on your drives and and you know just try and drive it to the end Lando took that gamble didn't he he did he did yeah he, it was it was a tricky one and and obviously his engineer was saying you know what do you want to do and he said no stay out and if I was his engineer like I was sat there in my house downstairs watching it and I was just like no stay out don't pit don't pit if I was his engineer we would have ended up with exactly the same result it was just it was <laughs> I was just like no way you can't pit because I I just it didn't look like it was worthwhile but then you saw I, the I, just I thought that uncontrollable you didn't expect the rain to be that hard did you no and like, it was different it was different um conditions on each side of the track so yes. it was yeah I don't know what I'd have done in that situation I think Part of me would have probably stayed out because you don't want to, you just want to hold that lead, don't you? And you think yeah. that you could control the car and get it to the end. But it was just too torrential by the end and it was just undrivable, wasn't it? He was yeah. putting it off, you know, sliding yeah. off. And yeah, yeah. It was just like heartbreaking to watch, really, wasn't it? It was yeah. just the mile over the last few laps. It was yeah. just going further and further. And then obviously Lewis had nothing to lose, really, did he? So took the gamble and paid off. Yeah, yeah. No, it looked, is, it looked outrageous to try and drive in that condition. And you could see the cars that had pitted, say, a lap or two before, they were, you know, carrying a really good uh, sort of speed delta over them, weren't they? They were so much faster yeah. than the ones who'd stayed out. There were a few cars that had stayed out, obviously Lando being one of them. Um, but yeah. Well, Lando was lapping people and then they were retaking that lap, <laughs> weren't they? Yeah. They were unlapping themselves yeah. because it was that bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was... Um, but yeah, no. It was good, good, good watching. It made oh, good yeah. telly. Yeah, good. And Max to come from, you know, he's got an engine in hand now, hasn't he? Yes. Because he'd had his penalty and he's come up to second. So yeah, that was um, pretty, pretty good as well for him. Yeah, very good. And and obviously the worrying thing from Hamilton's side of things is like both the um, both the Aston Martins, which are obviously run the same engine, they've had to change engines this season, as has Bottas. So Hamilton so far is the only one who hasn't. So it's just a obviously it's in the lap of the gods, really, isn't it? Whether he has to take that, yeah. you know, uh, and it might not work as well for him as it did for Max because Max took it this weekend and he, he ended up on the podium. So uh, yeah, it's yeah, could be tricky. Was, it could have been that. That's he, he. He. I bet he feels a lot safer after that. Okay. Yeah, he's a lot more in control, doesn't he? Yeah. Damage limitation. Not to say it can't happen again, or he can't have another DNF because he's had a few this year, hasn't he, with tire and and uh, and accidents. And um, yeah, so yeah, no, it'd be interesting to see how, how it pans out. I'm enjoying the season, so I think it, is it Turkey next in a, in a couple of weeks. I'm pretty sure. I think so, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, no, that'll be good to watch. Yeah. Um, also, uh, before. Well, since we last spoke on the podcast, we had Greece, didn't we, WRC? Was that Greece? That was Greece. Greece, not Greece Lightning. <laughs> but Greece, spelt with G R E E C E. That's the one. Not. <laughs> so. Uh, Lots of much amusement yeah, on the last podcast. A, that was the youngest winner ever, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, Kelly Robin Perra, yeah. Yeah. Showing. So that uh, was. Yeah, well, showing that he's, yeah, he's, you know, he's only young. He's got plenty, of, plenty of driving time left in him, and he's already winning rallies. He's won two yeah. rallies now, isn't he? He's yeah. been on the podium a few times. So, yeah. um, 
I think they were worried about what was going to happen when Ogier retires, but I don't think they need to really. No, I mean, if if he he was supposed to retire coming into this year, wasn't he? Last year was really supposed to be his last year. I think obviously with him not having a full year last year um, in the championship, he's obviously he stayed on. And whether he has it been decided whether he's retiring at the end of this year or not, I'm not sure. Uh, maybe does, I'm not sure if it's been full. Uh, yeah, because of what happened, I'm not sure yeah. if it's fully confirmed. But that was I've what I've been reading. You know, they are they were worrying about. What we're going to do when Ogier goes, and you know, what, what, how we're going to replace him, and not just because of his results, because of his knowledge and his experience and everything. Because Elvin, and although Elvin's got quite a lot of experience and he's worked with Ogier before, so he's probably got a lot of um, information and a lot of experience off him because um, he worked with him in Ford, didn't he? They were teammates mm-hmm. in Ford. Yeah. Um, so um, I think Elvin will probably take the more senior role unless someone else comes in. Um, but I, yeah, I think I think they'll be all right. <laughs> you know, they got two good drivers there, two experienced drivers. Um, you know, Elvin, as good as he is, I think he's a good number two driver. You know, he's always consistent. Um, he always finishes, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, very much so. Yeah, yeah no. Looks like Cali's capable of winning a few rallies. So yeah, yeah. And, you know, he's young as well, so he's got you know he's got. A lot more time ahead of him. Yeah, no, there's definitely going to be a, a changing of the guard, whether it's next year or the year after in uh, in the championship. Which, yeah, obviously, there's a lot of drivers getting to the point where they're about to retire. Your sword yeah. can't be far off now. Yeah, yeah, and Tanak as well is sort of. I don't know if he's Tanak's lost his edge a little bit. I'm not sure what's gone on yeah. there. If he's, you know, he's one. He was so hungry for that first championship, wasn't he? For however many years it was that he fought for it, and then. He's got it, and I don't, you know, you don't get the same sense of um, of passion necessarily that you used to. Um, no, he's quite a dry character, anyway. Isn't he? Yeah, it's hard to read him. It's hard to read him. Yeah. yeah. So that would be it'll be interesting to see what happens. You know, what what changes go on and who goes where, and it's always quite fun that bit, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Silly season. I did see Craig yeah. Green um, at the weekend. He was down at Castle Coombe. I was. Uh, down there for for rally day and he was um obviously still in in his uh he's still driving for Hyundai quite a lot obviously he's out this weekend rally Finland um and he's got a couple of I think select drives throughout the rest of the season but there's rumor of him going to M Sport I think at the end of this year or obviously into next year uh whether that happens or not with their new car is still to be confirmed obviously but yeah we're getting towards the point where people like Mickelson uh, and Breen and even Padden are being talked about again in different seats. Um, All right, yeah. yeah, so it's yeah, silly season uh, soon approaching, which is always, as you say, quite quite fun. Um, yeah, good to see. So you got fin- Finland next on the WRC calendar. Yeah, Finland, Finland coming up, which is yeah, always an interesting one. You've got you've got the likes of uh, Solberg, obviously, or Oliver down in. Um, in the in the second category as well who's you know he's been doing a lot of testing as well i've seen uh with craig drew local guy to here fairly local forest dean lad is his co-driver oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah first time yeah. yeah 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 so um yeah good to see interesting to see how that that goes obviously last minute co- co-driver change um yeah. parting company with with um aaron johnson so yeah interesting He's used to the uh, English notes, so I assume that he's, you know, that that won't be a problem. No, no, that's true. That's true. Yeah. It's funny how some of these Scandinavians and you know they they like the English notes, don't they? Yeah. And, and you know how was the same with with Nicky, wasn't he? You know, he he always yeah. liked his notes in English, and even when he had a co-driver from the same country, he still liked his notes in English. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Interesting. Yeah, and um, yeah, Mickelson the same with he's got Elliot Edmondson at the minute, and he's he's had a couple of English co-drivers before, hasn't he? Um, yeah. Yeah. So uh, yeah, it's it's all interesting. It's all um, yeah, still kind of to play for in that championship. Um, yeah. So that's. Uh, that's Finland. That's that's some world uh, world and national level. Well, we did actually. I'll tell you what we didn't discuss, which took place as well at the weekend, was um, track rod rally. 
Uh, oh, yeah. Last round uh, or most recent round of the British Rally Championship and obviously DTIDA and uh, some other championships. Um, won by Matt Edwards again, um, who's yep. uh, yeah doing reasonably well, although with a DNF last time out, he's, uh, I think, four points behind Oshan Price in, um, in the actual... Overall standing. He's lead in the championship now, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. Which is um, yeah, he's just been consistent. He's had a few uh, few decent podium finishes, Oshan, hasn't he? So he's he's doing yeah. well. And, yeah, definitely rooting um, rooting for him as well. So yeah, interesting to uh, to watch that unfold. I think Matt had a good stage on the Friday night. They did a night stage, didn't they? And he he yeah. took a seventeen second lead straight out the bag. Which um, yeah, fair play to him. He, he did well there. So what's um, what's the next round on the on the BRC then? BRC is Mull. Are they are doing Mull, are they? Yeah, yeah, it seems so. Yeah. And I think that's only next weekend. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, that's that'll be interesting. Yeah, that'll be a, yeah. I think there's some night stages there as well. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, we've got uh, yeah plenty to look forward to on that on that side of things. Should be interesting. Yeah. So. Um, um, You've done a lot more than me in the last couple of weeks. So you've yeah. got a few things that you need to cover. Yeah, so well, one thing which I missed, which I wanted to do, was the Goodwood Revival. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I went down to Goodwood Revival, which, um, yeah, always done Festival of Speed, but um, for whatever reason, last few years, uh, I've missed out on the Revival. Um, so, yeah, went down to that with, uh, with Tal, who's obviously Blendline co-founder, and our friend Niall as well. Uh, we we shot down early morning from Hereford in um, in Tal's car, and we'd sort of thought about staying the night before and stuff. But no, we decided to do it in a day and pack it all in. So it's quite an early start, but hell, what an amazing event! Um, so so good. Just the, the minute you get in there, or even the minute you like you're driving in and everyone's queuing, you know, in different cars in the on the way in in the car yeah. park, and it's just like awesome machinery coming in. Everyone's dressed up in like tweed or wicking or whatever you know in, in some sort of theme it's all period um but yeah it's just you walk in and it's like you have gone back in time as soon as you go through the gate you know there's there's old school music playing there's people every everybody really is dressed in in period gear um i think if you're not dressed up you're the odd one out there oh yeah you? yeah 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 i was i was looking at people in hoodies uh, thinking like come on man <laughs> put in some effort here you know um it, yeah it was, oh, it was so good and then yeah like all even the minute detail they got really well sorted like you know the bins you know instead of just being a wheelie bin it's like an old you know really old bin you know you're putting your rubbish in or yeah. all the signage and everything is is um is there's, um, there's a big prop shop down in Goodwood, down in the main car park there, yeah. and it's full of old props and things like that because they do a lot of dressing up there for a lot of stuff. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you can see, yeah, they they make it look like you've gone back in time, don't they? Yeah. Everything. Yeah. No, it's it's so good, so good, and then. Um, uh, yeah, and then obviously the racing kicked off and the racing, you know, you're not quite sure what you're going to get with old stuff, old classic cars, but, you know, they had old old sort of formula cars, they had old, um, like, really, like, sort of 1930s stuff, not far off what we were looking at at Lowton, you know, that that kind yeah. of era, but circuit-based 30s stuff. Um, yeah, and then, the, to be honest, the, what really uh, did it for me was like the, the RAC TT celebration. So mostly old E-types and um, Cobras and yeah. like, serious bits of kit. Um, and that's what Jensen Button was driving in. He was uh, participating in the revival for the first time this year. And, um, um, that was yeah, a DK and that was it. That's it, yeah, DK car, yeah. So... Um, yeah, super. Yeah, really cool to see um, to see that lot. You know, they were leaning on each other through the first few corners, and they were, you know, these thousands of thousands, hundreds of thousands of pounds worth of, of cars, um, sort of leaning on each yeah. other and exchanging paintwork, and you know, being driven properly. Uh, driven and, like they were meant to be. Yeah, like they were built for. Yeah, exactly, and the noise as well. Um, so yeah, Goodwood Revival, such a such a good day. I had a really good day actually. Um, yeah, it was it was good. You, yeah. You must come no, I'll join, I'll, next I'll time. Join you next year. We'll do that. I want to. I want to dress up as well. I was thinking yeah. of going like as an old mechanic or something like that. Yeah. I thought that would be quite good. Yeah. You know, you don't have to dress up smart, do you? As long as you're yeah. period, you, you, you know, you, you look good. 
Yeah, I mean, one thing people dressed up in quite a lot was was in sort of old RAF uniform or um, or like you say, old sort of mechanics overalls. You know, they've got got sort of boiler suits with old patches on, and yeah, again, all period. Yeah. You know, um, but yeah, everybody everybody makes a good effort. Everyone's having a good time. Um, yeah, there's no bother. It's just yeah, it's just a really good day out. So um, yeah, yeah. Thank you to, to Goodwood, they've definitely got that sorted there. Um, so yeah. So, yeah. What, um, and then what you were in rally day this weekend? Um, yeah, so there was that's right. So that was a couple of weekends ago. Um, that same oh, weekend, you did, you did something else, didn't you? Last, um, yeah, that weekend went to Shelsley Walsh as well. Um, oh, yeah, uh, that was just for a bit, bit of a watch, actually. Um, so yeah, you're much. beginning to be a bit of a local to that track now, <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, to be honest, I mean. Way in. Yeah, having discovered it, and I went with um, a friend who's a who's a member there, um, and yeah, just went for a went for a watch in the morning, um, and then actually went and did a kart race in the afternoon um, at our local kart track, Heritage Raceway. So that was that was quite a busy weekend because that was the weekend of Goodwood. Uh, but yeah, last weekend rally day, as you say, um, so we took the, we took Nikki Gris Salika down there um, to go on the legend stage. Um, so yeah, Tal and I uh, again early start, early alarm call um, to get the Salika up and and in the car, in the uh, trailer down to rally day. So we got there nice and early, got it all unloaded, and um, yeah, parked it up with with the collection of Legends cars which were being displayed. So there was um, Pro Drive had had a number of cars there, and um, there was a, quite a few privateer kind of collector cars, um, plus a lot of the cars that are owned by. Steve Rimmer from Dirtfish, and yeah. also obviously BGM. It's kind of the collection. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Um, and the Girardo and Co. cars as well. Max Girardo bought a few. Got, he, I like his stuff. He's got some yeah. cool stuff. Yeah, he's got some serious he, stuff. He's a he's a cool guy. I am. Um, I watched. I watch all like any videos and things he puts up. I like it. I like the the way he does a video to sell a car. That, yeah. yeah, it's cool that. <laughs> yeah, um, you, know, you get to know about the car, and he says a bit of history about it, and and some good camera footage. It's it's yeah. good. Yeah, and he likes he likes you know weird stuff. Like I noticed he put a video of the uh, ZX uh, Dakar car. Yeah, um, that thing has always intrigued me because it's a bit of a one-off, really. You don't, you know, the Dakar cars are not usually they don't usually make as many as they do a WRC car because they're only used for one event, really, or a couple of events. Yeah. So yeah. something like that. I mean, not only has he managed to find one, you know, he's managed to buy one as well. You know, the, <laughs> the two things. Yeah, you need money, but also you need to be able to find one of these things to buy, and he, he manages to find them, doesn't he? But yeah. I suppose once you're at that position, they find you, don't they? Yes, definitely. Yeah, no, that's that's right. I mean, the, yeah, that was certainly one of the cars. It wasn't being driven on the stage, actually. That was purely static, um, but they... Yeah. He did bring um, a, a, yeah, an S, S1 Quattro. Uh, yeah, it was a yeah genuine works car. It was actually, um, it was sold to Max Girardo by uh, Yuha Kankinen for a, uh, a reasonable sum a few years ago. Um, so that, that oh, was that, oh, his own collection, is it? That was, yeah. Yeah, and that, that car was being driven on Saturday at Castle Coombe by, uh, by Craig Breen. Um, who hopped in for a, for a few runs, and also by uh, Mark Higgins had a had a go in it as well. Um, yeah, always interesting when you see these guys. You know that car. Well, I know what it's worth, and it and it's yeah the way they were driving it. You'd think it was worth about fifty quid. Uh, you know, yeah. <laughs> driving it around the uh, the Armco, and yeah, but um, these guys have got the skill to sort of make it work. And um, I think yeah, that thing's even got sure. period seats in it, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, period seats, period seats, yeah. Everything is pretty original on that one. Yeah. I think Audi UK own another one, which is similar, you know, similar quality of original, originality. Yeah. Um, but there are not many of them. No, no, not many of those. Not many of those. No. So, yeah, rally day, always good. It's, it's you know, it wasn't perhaps as, as wide a spread of, of machinery as far as kind of mid-level kind of clubman um sort of rally cars is concerned but i'd probably put that down to the fact that there was a round of the british championship and a round of the national championship on at the same yeah. time 
uh, that probably made a bit of a difference there. But um, to be fair, a good yeah. level of, of WRC and, and yeah, proper legends cars there. You know, that couldn't be faulted. Well, I, I had to go to London. So, so I couldn't go there. <laughs> but it was all right. I went to see Ricky Gervais live, which was yeah. quite good. Yeah, that was quite funny. It's non-car related, I know, but walking around London is good fun if you're a car fan. Yeah. If you go to the right places, Mayfair, um, all those kind of places, you know, outside the Dorchester, uh, you, you're going to find a supercar or five lying yeah. around. I don't know how many G-Wagons I've seen on the streets of London yeah. this weekend. Yeah. Um, also, I went past Jack Barkley's place. He... Um, He's like a supercar dealer in the middle of London. And there's a few Bentleys in there, Ferraris, or, you know, the Ferrari Roma in the window. There's flipping, oh, it's, yeah, there's all sorts of stuff. You know, you're just driving, you're just walking down the street and then you can hear something, can't you? And you turn around and then there's some guy driving down the street in a Pagani Zonda. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. So I, I, I got my car fixed, even though I wasn't doing anything car related. <laughs> I managed to get my car fixed in. Which is always always needed to be done. Yeah, yeah. No, that's always a highlight about walking around London. To be fair, is you can see some street parked uh, street parked machinery and, and yeah, see it being driven quite enthusiastically. Um, yeah. I even seen a guy driving down the street in a, a Ford Orion. I think it was E Reg. No, it was earlier than that. A B C D. Yeah, no E Reg. I think it was. Um, E Reg Orion, and it looked like he'd just had it forever. You know, it wasn't an immaculate one. It, was just, it looked like it just—he just never stopped driving it. And it's, it's like, what? You don't see one driving around. I mean, the guy didn't—you know—he didn't look like he's proud of it, and he was just driving it around normally, just like yeah. a normal car. It wasn't—it wasn't like for the novelty sort of factor. It was like a, no, no. This is what that I'm was his car. Yeah. yeah, it was. You know, it had a bit of patches of filler on the side, and yeah. You know, hubcaps missing and that it's just like like you would see like in if it was back in the 90s and 80s when it was driving around it yeah. is um so i was turning my head to that when there was supercars passing me and i was like look at that orion <laughs> <laughs> What's, look at that look at it oh, i'd like that <laughs> yeah, yeah that's the kind of, of that's the kind of chod that i would buy probably <laughs> yes bit of a rare in central london Speaking yeah. of Fords, I did see something this morning that was, um, uh, yeah, interesting. And, and this, I don't know whether, whether this is a scoop. This, uh, I don't know if this makes us motoring journalists. Uh, but anyway, I saw a Ford, but it had, I'll have to post a picture on, uh, on social media so you can have a look at it. But it was all dressed up in all the camo paint. No. Uh, and this was in, just in the centre of Hereford this morning in the sort of commute rush hour um which yeah occasionally you do see like jaguar land rover i think use hereford as a bit of a route for for testing you do quite often see yeah, we, we get them up our way as well yeah because we've got yeah. some quite good roads up our way and they, they come up through wales and now and again we've, we've we've had a lot of land rovers recently i think they Line just on. use hereford because of the shite roads and the potholes it's probably their like endurance testing for new oh, yeah. something <laughs> Uh, but um, anyway, this lad, he was in a, um, it was, it was clearly a focus, uh, although there were no, no Ford or no focus badges on it at all. Um, but I could make out the shape. Um, but I think it was full electric because it was like whining along. Now I know they do a, they do a hybrid, don't they? In that, in the yeah. latest shape of focus, but this thing was, was Pucker EV. Um, so I think it, I think they may be, may be testing a new electric, uh, focus uh it just had trade plates on it or else i'd have tried to run a reg of some sort not that that would have perhaps given away too probably much. not come up with much no no but yeah so there's there's a piece of it you've maybe heard it here first it's a focus ev coming to the market fairly soon um but this, not an ev rs no no <laughs> i would be interested in an ev rs ev rs focus yeah you'll have to pitch it to full got a ring to it yeah 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 it's better, better than some of these uh hybrid vehicles but um this thing yeah just had trade plates on it so um yeah no way of knowing i did see there was a document that surfaced earlier this week it was like a i think um an automotive journalism outlet should we say a magazine had asked for a freedom of information uh release 
to the DVLA for number plates that have been banned out of the latest batch. Um, so obviously oh. 71 plates have recently appeared, uh, sort of start of September. Uh, but I think every year, and I didn't know this, but every year or every half yeah. year as they release new bunches of plates, they ban some, don't they? Uh, yeah. And I've got the list of banned plates here. All right, that sounds good. I, I know, let me just tell you, there's one yeah. that used to circulate on some of the Facebook pages and that. Yeah. And um, the, the number plate was Romeo Uniform. So yeah. RU. Yeah. And then it would be a number either 14 or 15 or 16. Yeah. And then the end of it was YET. And they reckon that all the Corsa boys used to have that as a number plate. Really? But they're actually that's actually a band plate. So <laughs> are you 14 yet? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely a good that, plate. Good plate to have but, if you're uh, if you're in the Corsa it's Corsa uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. So that is, they are actually banned plates, so you can't yeah. have any of the IU 14, 15, 16. Really? So someone, I mean, looking at this, and I'll read some of these out in a minute, but looking at this, someone definitely sits down every six months and, and says, right, well, that, that could be offensive. Uh, and that, that is offensive. Whereas, yeah, I mean, there's, for example, you've got, your, you've got, let's have a look. Um, <laughs> for example, there's one which, which is EA 71. Uh, P-O-O. So it basically looks like eat poo, right? So someone's decided that that is uh, North. Yeah, like I'm sure these reg transfers companies and, you know, the reg people can make good money on this stuff. Um, the other one is, uh, well, actually, I don't think I'll read that one, uh, but there's, there's, <laughs> there's, there's a Go lot. Of, well, there's, uh, there's another one, which is B-O, so Bravo Oscar 7-1, Lima Oscar X-ray, so BO seventy one locks. So it just looks like bollocks. Um, okay. Like that's yeah, that's probably fair enough. Uh, there was one which I thought I had no idea why we would need to ban this, but GU seventy one LTY, which looks like guilty. Now that's quite a good play for someone. Like you yeah. know, so yeah, someone's someone's uh, <laughs> someone's thought into this way too much. There's also one that looks like looks a bit like um, bastard. BA seventy one ARD, um, and then there's some anti anti political ones, which I suppose makes sense. Ones, um, <laughs> well, I don't. Yeah, there's a couple that I don't even understand, which probably means that I'm far too innocent to understand some of this stuff. But then there's one which is AN fifty one USA, so it looks like anti USA, uh, and there's also TA seventy one BAN, which kind of looks you could say looks a bit like Taliban. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, you probably probably don't want to roll around with that. And um, but you know, um, and then you're not allowed. To, apparently, this this made me chuckle. You can't have AN seventy one vax anti vax. Uh, yeah. No, that, no, no anti vax is banned. As is CO seventy one VD. Uh, even though that's an illegal play anyway. So I don't know how that made it on there because it's only got the three last letters. Uh, and CO seventy one ONA as well is another banned one. So. Um, yeah, there you go. So there's there's quite a lot that you're not allowed to actually have. That some somebody that's probably someone's job is to sit down uh, every every March and September and say no, we're banning that one because uh, it looks like bollocks. Yeah, I do like a private plate as well. <laughs> yeah, well, so I sort of thought I'd bring that up because I know you've got a couple, uh, but you've got decent ones. You know, you've got your name and and stuff. You've not got like PR seventy one. Um, CKK, for example, like uh, like this person obviously attempted to do, but um, yeah. No, I also like to keep. I like the original plate on cars sometimes as well. Mm. Tells you where it's from and stuff, doesn't it? So yeah, yeah. I like number plates. They're interesting, aren't they? They are. They are. Have you ever looked through the the number plate list of where all the different plates are registered and what mm. counties and things like that. that that's quite interesting you can find yeah. out where your car is basically from yeah or where it was registered anyway yeah 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 no definitely no it's um there's yeah there's a number plate tells a whole story doesn't it s s is being at the start being scotland and dy is like up sort of chester way i think and d yeah, where I where i am it's cx is it? CX is, yeah, is round our way. Yeah. And then yeah. Cardiff is CE. Cardiff has got a lot of Cs, yeah. 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 So, Interesting yeah. stuff. There we go. There we go. Um, um, 
Yeah. I'm currently I'm currently running around in a one of six GTI at the moment. Oh yeah. The next time I come and see you or we meet up, I'll probably come in that. Is this the red one or is this another one? Yeah, no, it's the red one. It's yeah. the red one. Okay. Yeah, it has some fuel in it, so uh, I, I thought I'd just <laughs> roll around in that for <laughs> the next few weeks. <laughs> how's how's but, it running? Um, it's all right. Um, it's pretty much back to standard. It's you know all the wheels have been. I refurbed the standard wheels and put those back on. Um, so that looks good. Uh, done a cam belt on it, so engine's all good. I'd serviced it as well. Um, I could do with tidying the bodywork up. Really, it's got really bad lacquer feel, which all those 106s, Diablo red 106s, are prone to that. Really. So I might need to sort that out at some point. But I'm in the point now. I don't know whether to sell it or not or keep it or... Yeah, so I'll drive it around for a bit and I'll see if I still like it. And then they are good fun to drive. Those 16-valve engines are really fun. So I'll hack that around for a bit and we'll see what see what, how I feel. Yeah, yeah. Something else will come along, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. No, well, that, I, obviously, I've seen that 106 of yours a couple of times. And, uh, yeah, as... Many will know I've sort of got a bit of a thing for French cars anyway, uh, of that era, like, yeah, Saxos, 106s, Clios, things like that. And, um, yeah, yeah. I've, I've always liked the sort of the analogue nature of, of them. You know, there's no there's no aids, there's no traction control or anything like that. It's just pretty pure motoring, isn't it? And um, Yeah, 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 yeah. definitely. Um, yeah, you'll so that in 20 years' time when uh, everything's electric. Well, that's the thing, they're, they're, they're kind of creeping up in value now the 205s went through the roof and then they reckon these 106s are going to follow and they are starting to creep up mm. um but yeah i put a picture of it on instagram not long ago and then i got some random people asking me if i wanted to sell it and i said yeah i'd consider selling it and then i haven't um they keep asking me to get pictures of it and stuff and because it's like just outside the house and every time i come home it's like I just forget, and so I haven't really. Um, yeah, it hasn't sold. That sounds like you don't want to sell it. Basically, to me, that's yeah. of yeah. I'm not that bothered about selling it. Oh, sorry, it's dark at the minute. You know. Yeah, it is a bit like that. I just, um, I just can't be bothered. I, I'm just gonna use it for a bit and enjoy it. And if I really get to the point where I don't need, don't need it, I'll get rid of it. But you did set me a challenge as well earlier, didn't you? Yeah, well, this, this... we haven't planned. We haven't had planned much to say, so I don't know how this podcast is going to go because I haven't got any stories written down or anything, or I didn't really think about anything. So we're, we're kind of just going, and we always do it off the cuff, don't we? But oh, this yeah. is proper off the cuff. This, really. this is this is just from from the firing from the hip, really. Well, this. So I, I just said to you, think of this in ahead in advance, so that um, you weren't sort of scratching your head, and, and I didn't want to put you on the spot. You got to get. A good answer to this so basically this is something that i want to do when we have guests on in the future um and and yeah as we as we know that's going to be soon it just the world keeps throwing different challenges at us which means we can't uh, can't do it quite how we like it but um when we get a guest on i want to ask them as part of things that we do ask i want to ask uh three questions or one question which is basically dream garage right and in that dream is garage, couple this is your couple again <laughs> no, Your this is three. So this is this is actually three. All right, so you're going to give me question. the three questions now. Are you? I'm going to give it you these th three questions to you, and then we will ask these to any guest that comes on as a standard you're, feature. You only prepped me for one question. Yeah, I know, I know. That's <laughs> okay. So this is your dream garage, right? In this dream garage, you will only have space for three cars. Okay. Right. Um, okay. And the three cars have to be from a certain year, right? The first. Yeah. First car is from the year you're born. The second car is from the year you passed your driving test, and the third car. <laughs> I thought you'd be able to think of that. You're you're a you're a you're a car aficionado. You should be able. To, I've no idea what what year you passed your driving test though. Do you know what year you passed your driving test? I think. <laughs> were you, how old were you? Seventeen. Yeah. Eighteen. I'm, I'm thirty-five now. Okay. How does that help? 2004, 2003? Uh, yeah, it's going to be 2004, isn't it? I think. Okay. So, so far, this feature has been really good. Uh, hopefully, we haven't lost too many listeners uh, at this stage. And the third car, we haven't even got to the third car. 
now. The third car is, is um, on sale this year. So, yeah, 2021. So you got you need to have one from 1986 in your case, 2000 and I think four. Did we decide? And 2021. Yeah. That's tough, you know. Is it? I thought I would prep you for the one because I I wouldn't necessarily know it was on sale the year I was born. New. All right. Okay. I, I can do. I can do that. So go for that but one. But I I dissected it a little bit. Okay. But you're only allowed right. three cars in total. Like, if you have a fourth car, then that's basically going to park on the road and risk getting a mirror knocked off by a proverbial tractor. Okay, well, luckily, one of the cars that I'm going to name, well, the one that was in my, that was made in, well, that was on sale in 1986. Yeah. Some of them only had one wing mirror anyway. Okay. <laughs> so that, that would be all right. But I dissected that question and I give, I've got I've got three answers <laughs> All right. right but, okay instead of waffling now i'll tell you right <laughs> okay. 1986 the car i would like you said supercar didn't you dream car dream car but it doesn't have to be supercar just and it can oh, be right, a okay. Ford, you know orion whatever okay well, i'll give you i'm gonna i'm gonna say some i think probably this is tough this is tough for a car person <laughs> 1986 uh ferrari testarossa okay yeah yeah good shout I think they call it, is it Monopostiale or something like that, which yeah. is like one one mirror. Yeah, okay. Um, they were out in 1986. I'm not, I'm, I think they might have come out in 1986 because it would have been the GT, GT3, uh, no, 308 GTB, I think, before that, or the 288, yeah. I think that, I think they were out in 1986 and that, that would, pro, that would be, yeah, that would be up there because they are cool. Uh, I love Ferraris. I'm a Ferrari man, and I will have one one day. I haven't got one yet, but I will have one. Yeah, um, that's a good chance. Tesla going through the roof, so I don't know if I'll ever get one of those. Um, and then I started thinking, right, did he mean like dream cars in supercar? And then I thought, you know what, <laughs> that might not necessarily be what I would have in my shed if it was just any car. I would probably go towards and so a lot of people might agree and you probably would agree because of what it is but they weren't they weren't released i think they released the year before but they were on sale in 1986 as well which is the lancia delta s4 okay. which was the homo homologation for the group b car yeah so and everyone knows everyone knows what the lancia delta s4 group b car is don't they it was it was dual charged, so it was turbocharged and supercharged, and the the super it started off with a supercharger, and that faded out at a certain amount of revs, and then the turbocharger kicked in. To, it was to avoid turbo lag, basically, um, and it was just insane. You know, it was purely built for rallying, and because of my rallying, you know, passion, I gotta say, if, if okay, if I have to choose a car, it it'll be that. I, I, you know, that was on sale in 1986. Yeah, I, I'd want a Lancia Delta S4 in my in my garage. So someone's going to take that Testarossa away from you then? Because there's only room The, the Testarossa <laughs> can go there. Okay. But, then, okay. but then I was looking at other cars in 1986, right? And do you know what a Lamborghini LM002 is? LM002. Uh, that's not related to the Mura. No, it's much later than the Mura. Go on. What is an LMW2? Four by four that they made back in oh, the 80s. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. A bit like a Hummer type thing. Yes. Yeah. yeah they were on sale in 1986, and I thought, oh, that's interesting. I don't, I don't think I'd want one, though. No, no, no. Well, I'd have one. But, yeah, it's a weird thing. But that was an early SUV. That's, that's the, the early yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So right. So in that half, that that third of your garage, you've just parked your your um your S four up. John yes. Yeah. Because the era is like is my is just my favourite era of rallying. Yeah. Of no, good shout. We had a look around one in the Earl Court Motor Show at um, Goodwood. There was one that actually Max Girardo had bought along, uh, an absolutely mint one that had just sold, and they bought it along anyway. Red with the road car variant, red with um, really in Stradale. Stradale. Yeah. Um, so okay, so you've 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 got that parked up in the one corner. Um, what else is coming in for? Oh, I'm gonna be 
stuck now. Really? Do, do we know you? Do we know what year we're talking yet? Two thousand and four, I think it is. Two thousand and four. Let's go two thousand and four. Well, that's easy. You must. There must be something. Uh... Oh, he's gone. I'm. I'm still here. Okay, that's good. There must be something from um, two thousand. Just trying to look for gas that I might want. That's that why your screen went blank. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, I don't know. Have I have I put you on the spot here? Yeah. What Ferraris were out in two thousand and four? Um, probably the F fifty. Oh well, they're definitely an F fifty then. I would say that'd be about 04, four, wouldn't it? Yeah. I think it was too early for the Enzo. Enzo. Well, no, no. Yeah. Maybe Enzo had probably just come in at that point, around about 04. Because that was. Oh, what about? What about the Carrera GT? Yeah, that was probably around about then. Yeah, well, I'll have one of them. Pro GT. Pro GT, because they're they they're rare. They're cool as well. Yeah, they are. They are. I'm not a massive Porsche fan, to be fair. I'm not a massive Porsche fan, but I do like the Carrera GT is cool. But I think you're getting there. I, I love that. Judging by um, your comments on our last podcast, you did mention the you are becoming more of a uh, more of a Porsche fan. Yeah, 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 creeping towards having one, maybe. Yeah. It's so yeah, I love. It's something that you like as you get a bit older. I think a Porsche because it's not, it's not, it's not like the schoolboy kind of flared arches that you might have on a poster when you're a uh, you know schoolboy and there's poster on, a, on the room in your wall you wouldn't necessarily have like a Porsche 911 would you because it's not as magnificent as something like say an F40 or you know a Lamborghini Countach or something like that but when you get older yeah yeah so yeah I'll have a Carrera GT I'll okay. um, next to my S4 okay that's a good collection so I, I don't really want anything from 2021. No? No. Can I swap it for something else? Um, no. No, so, okay. No, because I'm <laughs> dissecting your questions. So basically, you've got, yeah. to, um, you've got to go into any showroom now uh, and, and buy something new from a manufacturer. There must be something that floats your boat. I wouldn't mind a new Suzuki, Suzuki Jimny. But haven't they stopped then? Well, they're bringing them back out they're again, but only commercial ones. Ah, right, okay. So, like, the... the yeah, that, that's quite a cool car, actually. Yeah, but they're going to be just commercial now. They're not selling the little... the, the car one. We, okay. uh, as far as I know. That's, that's, Maybe we'll have to buy one this year, at some point. Yeah, I think so, yeah. You can get a 21 plate one. Okay, well, that's 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 your garage, then. So that's my garage. You've got a <laughs> You've got, which, which you know, I, I like the new Jimny. Yeah, you've got a Jimny, you've got a, um, you've got a Porsche Carrera GT, and you've got a Lancia. Yeah, Lancia. That's all right. That's a good bad, garage. No, that's not yeah. bad. That's not bad. They'll all probably break down. Yeah, probably the Lancia would go first, wouldn't it? Followed by the Porsche. Yeah. That's if you didn't crash. Well, the, the, lucky that Lancia is made out of um, like well composite panels. Otherwise, it would have rotted. Mm. I think the Porsches as well, isn't it? Porsche is made of carbon fibre, I think. Probably, yeah. It, it's that era of car, isn't it? So those two will have rotted through, or, or you'd have crashed them, and then you can go to work in the chimney. Yeah, I, I'll put all the yeah, put my tools in the chimney and go find <laughs> go <to> work. <laughs> all right. Okay. So, have you thought about that question? Um, I have. Yes, and obviously, you know, it's it's. Um, I did. I was able to put a little bit of thought into it. I wanted to catch you out a little bit, catch you unawares. That's part of part of my fun. Uh, I enjoyed it. I hope everyone else did. <laughs> so, 1989. Okay, year I was born. Um, I th- to be honest, I think this choice. If we, if I did this game with you next week, I think your choices would be different. And I think I'm exactly the same. I think if we do this tomorrow, my choices would be different. But today, my dream garage. Right, 1989, E30, BMW M3 Evolution. Yeah, good choice. Yeah, uh, always liked them. And, and yeah. the Evolution was We've the one with... Both gone for the racing heritage. Yeah, yeah. Although, obviously, this bit, yeah, this being a, a road road going variant. But, yeah, it's... Um, yeah, that, that's that's got to be up there. Um, 2008, Euro Passman driving test. A um, little bit more tricky. There was quite a bit on the market, but one car that I always had 
back then and even now had a soft spot for was the B7 Audi RS4. Probably yep. in the band. Um, I'd have one low mileage, but it had had the uh, dynamic ride control uh, dampers really? redone because that's normal. Oh, redone or did it? Just no, probably redone. Probably redone. No, my cousin, my cousin had, yeah, he put coilovers on his stuff. My cousin put coilovers on his and he's still got it, but he says it, I don't think he thinks it's the same as it could be. Um, so I reckon just a complete refresh of the DRC. So brand new all round. Um, yeah. yeah. And it's got, it's got to be the one with like carbon ceramic brakes and a few options like that. But that's, that's my 08 car. Um, and then 2021, like you say, tricky. But I think they've run out of cars. Because they've run out of cars. So, um, and even if I did, no, buy, I wouldn't be able to fill it up with fuel. But uh, probably a 992 Porsche uh, 911 GT3 Touring. So the one without the spoiler, yeah. the nice discreet looking thing with, yeah, that's, that's my garage as of today. But as I say, ask me next week, it's probably going to be something completely different. Yeah, I'd be the same. I, I get my favourite. Oh, I want this this week. I'm, I'm mad on this. And yeah, <laughs> I, it will change. It's really hard for me to... I, well, I might have three cars in my garage, but they would, I, I would change them every month, probably. Yeah. That's how... That's, that's how we work. That's how we work. Yeah. Yeah. Um... So we got we did get a couple of questions uh, emailed through in the last couple of weeks off the back of the um, podcast we did at Lowton Park. Um, so I'll fire yeah. you uh, again, catching you unawares here. These you you don't know these, so um, yeah, all the best with answering these ones. One comes from um, one comes from Matt. Uh, he's emailed in. You can email in by the way. It's um, it's gobbledyclutch at gmail.com nice and easy uh, if you if you do want to ask us a question we're more than happy to do our best to answer but um matt asks us he says have either of you driven a toyota gr yaris i've got one on order but would value your experience have you driven um, unfortunately i haven't no but <laughs> <laughs> <No>. uh, <laughs> well, i hear they're very good yeah yeah no likewise unfortunately i've um yeah, I've got got a friend who's got one. Uh, Craig up the road here, but um, yeah, we just haven't crossed paths uh, the right time to um, to to drive his. To be honest, but I hear yeah, I hear they're good. There's a lot of them. Um, I think there's going to be I've like seen, I've seen a lot about about the place. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're quite. I don't know what's going to happen eventually when it comes to like the value. Whether they just you know they become a bit common, like a Golf R or something. Yeah, I, I don't think they'll become that common. I think they will get to a point where they'll be where the prices will level and they won't be worth anything for ages. But then I think in a few years to come, I think yeah. it'll be they'll be you know worth their money again. Hmm. I think it'll go like that with them. So I think it'll be would be worth grabbing one if you are going to buy one, grabbing one and kind of not mothball it because they are you know you want to use them, but maybe keep the mileage down and you know look after it. And then in a few years, you never know, you might have something special on your hands. Yeah, no, I think so. So, yeah, unfortunately, uh, Matt, neither of us have driven one, but, um, yeah, probably get one. We will. To look after it. Yeah, definitely, I, definitely. One of my friends has got one, Richard yeah. Clusey. He's, he's oh, yeah. got one. Um, there's a few other people that I know that have got them as well, but I don't, I don't know them well enough to have a go in one, but yeah. Richard might let us have a go in his. <laughs> yeah um so that's yeah that was matt and then finally uh second question uh from luke again emailed in he says um this is kind of aimed at the youtube side of things uh, i've seen your clio videos is a clio 182 trophy worth the extra money over a clio 182 or a 182 cut um so yeah i've i've never actually driven a trophy to be honest um i've driven a lot of cups and a lot of 182 non-cups uh, I've, yeah unfortunately never driven a trophy they're really rare so they've got like different spoiler they've got Recaro seats uh, they've got sax dampers that they came with which were really expensive to replace back in the day oh yeah um, yeah yeah they had like touring car dampers pretty much with uh yeah it was it was like yeah some good kit for a standard car and yeah they, they had a bit of weight taking them out they were lighter as well. yeah 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and they they always came in that nice red. I think it was called Capscom Red, I think, off the top of my head. Um, but yeah, only ever driven like a 182 Cup or a 182, which... I bet, I bet you know every colour, don't you, on, uh, on Clears? Uh, no, I uh, probably know quite a few of them, yeah. There are some... What's going on? Uh, colours and Clears. Okay, you've got... Um, and this is probably across 172s and 182s, but you've got... Uh, well, you've got me now. Pearl black and black gold. Those are the two black ones. Iceberg. Uh, I don't know. Liquid yellow and sunflower yellow. The two yellow colours they did. Uh, yeah, Petrol blue. Petrol blue. Yeah, the really rare one. Uh, I like that. You, you pointed one of those out to me, and I I want one of those. Yeah. Remember we saw one in on that track day in Alton Park. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, and I thought that is cool. I oh, I thought it'd been sprayed or something. I didn't know there was that. That was a standard color. That's really cool. Yeah, no, it is a nice color. It's really rare as well. Yes, yeah, very much so. Um, this flame red the... is like a dark red color. Uh, that's quite that's quite cool. Um, what about the blue, the blue um, oh, they did racing blue was like the powder blue on the on the cup with the white stripes on it that they did the Giordini edition. Uh, that's quite cool colour as well. Yeah, that's a nice colour. But um, anyway, so yeah, 182 cup. I don't know. To answer this question, uh, I'm not really sure it's worth the extra, well, especially driven, now. Like the trophy. You've driven a 197. Yeah. Therefore, and they're they all right. Heavy. They feel heavy to me. Yeah, well, you've got to really rev them as well. I don't know yeah. if it's the same with the 182s, but it's really flat and to, yeah. you've really got to rev it to get it to do anything. That's how I. That's how I felt. I yeah, felt like no, I, I went to right. take someone, and it was kind of a bit flat. You had to really scream it to get it to, to, to work. Yeah, yeah. No, I think, but, I think um, that's the case. That is the case. I think good handling car though. Oh yeah, all of the the Renault Sport range handle well, or the Clio's anyway. Um, yeah, but no. As, as far as this question is concerned, like cost-wise, the comparison. I think what a trophy, a decent trophy, is worth nowadays. Um, is is quite a lot, um, upwards of ten grand, whereas a like a tidy one eight two, you know, you could probably like you can pick them up for kind of five, say, for like a nice yeah. one. So yeah, it's probably not worth the extra spend to be honest. You could dial in some decent suspension, um, yeah, a couple of other modifications on a. You could put a different seat in it if you're thinking of doing some fairly serious driving. Drop the seat down in it, put a different steering wheel in it. You get rid of that horrendous bus style driving position uh with the standard seat and standard horrible large wheel uh lower it exhaust or something if you want just to help free up a bit of performance and then yeah you've got a car that probably handles just as well with some decent tires on it as a as a trophy so um yeah to be honest i would say unless the trophy is something you really want as a collector thing probably not probably not worth the extra spend yeah uh, so yeah, any questions next week? Just give us a give us an email. Um, yeah. I, I, we'll, we'll we'll make another plan. Um, this has been just like rushed together within a few hours, hasn't it? Really, a little bit, little bit. I mean, we um, we wanted to to make sure we we put the uh, put the podcast out there as 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 we promised to every couple of weeks. Um, so. Yeah, we've got a couple yeah. of busy weeks coming up, so we didn't want to miss one, and um, yeah, wanted to get it out. Yeah, that's the main thing. We want to just keep going. We want to get one out every two weeks, like we've been doing. Um, so we just thought let's just fire up the fire up a Zoom call and just get some chat going, just so we got something to put out. Um, so yeah, we apologise if our stories aren't as interesting as normal, but I'm sure you know I'm sure they're quite interesting, and you know we've done our bit, haven't we? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, indeed. Well, um, thanks for tuning in, and. Uh, hopefully join you in another two weeks and hopefully by that point we'll have some diesel or petrol in our tanks so we can get on the road again and uh and, <laughs> and go and uh, yeah. and go somewhere or meet somewhere and do something uh, a little bit different and carry on this carry we've on got, the uh, story we've got a few bits coming up uh, in the next few weeks so um i've got some interesting stuff to do next week which uh, i might be able to talk about um and yeah, maybe I'll um, dig out some of my old stories about my teddy bears and stuff. <laughs> I've been, I've been quite, quietly glad that that hasn't come up again. Um, I think maybe 
maybe it's been good that I haven't talked any, as much rubbish stories today because um, <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't embarrassed myself and maybe some of our listeners maybe will come back. <laughs> they might do. They might They might have gone on a hiatus. So perhaps this Zoom, Zoom podcast episode wasn't such a bad plan. Um, but um, yeah, well, you uh, have a have a good week, and we'll uh, we'll speak in a in a couple of weeks' time. And uh, yeah, thank you all for listening. Um, yeah, and we'll catch up. We'll catch up in a in a couple of weeks, and we'll get get some more fun stuff going. Sounds good. Talk to you soon. Speak to you soon. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Gobbledy Clutch podcast with me, Tom Magney, and me, Sean Ellis. Be sure to join us next time.